Hello out there. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing in this gloriously hot East Coast weather? Uh, it could be worse, though. Yeah, it could be worse. Yeah. Forest fires. True. 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 It's, it's killing everybody out there. It's getting greased too now. It's nuts. Uh-huh. End of the world, man. And on that note. <laughs> I think it's like the saying? second weekend, weekend in a row we, we started on it's, some, it's some, morbid, on some, man. some Come sour on. shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, things are happening in the world. <laughs> all, we, all we've got, the only comfort we have is music. <laughs> and that's what we speak upon every time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know this week. I don't know. There's some, some, some more uh, sour shit this week from your girl. Nicki Minaj, oh. Minaj, like my girls out there. <laughs> She'd be a mad sour, harassing poor Tracy Chapman, fast car, <laughs> LGBTQ icon from the eighties. You know, basically hinting that she's gonna have to push her album back, which she actually did anyway, because she's not clearing a handful. <laughs> and it just seems like ridiculous. It's just like to a certain extent, because what it sucked out for me for that story was a couple of weeks back she got not really got in trouble, but there was a controversy where. Somebody put up an innocuous, innocuous critique saying that, hey, you know, Nicki Minaj is good and all, but I hope that, you know, she has some more deeper tracks. She's kind of, you know, she, she's pushing 40. And then Nicki Minaj hit her with the, the fire barrel shotgun <laughs> <laughs> enough to the point where New York Times had to write up about it. Yeah. So it is yeah. kind of weird where, like, for somebody who should be more social media savvy, a couple of things kind of irked me. One, it's kind of fucked up for you to kind of, you know, if if I if I'm like fucking Justin Bieber and I'm like, yo, Reggie the Stone suck, you know, that's that's about it for me, man. It's gonna be my, my social media is gonna look like fucking tatters. <laughs> <laughs> so it's weird to have somebody kind of like you know air these grievances out, and also like you're a superstar, like why do you care? Yeah, I mean, so it was a little, a little bit worse than that. So Nicki Minaj, I guess, like blasts this, this girl on Twitter, um, and then all of her fans start blasting her. But this girl actually lost her job. Yeah. And she got I, apparently, maybe I think she might have gotten doxxed. Um, you know, people are threatening her kid. Yeah, that was really yeah, it was really dark. <laughs> you know, and now she's like depressed and going to therapy, <laughs> which is you know, it, 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 it's amazing to me. It, it's truly amazing to me. You know, just kind of like where we are as a culture. Yeah. You know, um, and I understand like you know I don't think our culture has changed in terms of like. Like we've always had evil people, but now the evil is so so much easier. Yeah, you know to to kind of manifest. Um, but the sad thing is, it's like you have uh, recording artists and, and especially Nicki Minaj. Um, you know, even if in this situation she wasn't like you know like maybe encouraging like her her supporters or fans, but her non kind of you know dismissal of it or, or her dis- non-dismissal or non like you know like pushback to her fans is encouragement at the end of the day yeah it's a wink wink nod nod hey this is cute like you know she was screenshotting like you know different fans like going and saying these different things so she was like wink wink nod nod like it's okay to to like you know do these things to this, this young lady yeah which is really sad and, and it's and it's unfortunate because like you said what, what i hate about it is the fact of where like you know they could throw throw stones and hide their hands where you know it's something that you see a lot in the political discourse where a lot of like all right dudes will be like oh well you know so-and-so did so-and-so to me and that's fucked up where and then what happens is it's by kind of putting it out there once you give those you know, give the animals a little bit of meat, they're going to go attack. Yeah. And that's a little unfortunate. And then, like, um, 
what I was pointing out today was something similar. I mean, it wasn't as mean-spirited, but basically Nicki Minaj basically tweeted out that the reason why the album's held up is because she was having an issue clearing a sample from Tricky Chapman, and that is going to have, you know, one of the greatest rappers on that song, and she wants, and basically the song has to make the album, or she's going to have to push it back. So what's interesting about that is already, like, her fans were hitting up, at least respectfully for now, like, directly <laughs> hitting up Tracy Chapman on her Instagram on some, like, and then what's weird is the tone is very much like, hey, Nikki needs this to get done, whoop, whoop, whoop. So it's like, hey, Nikki, like, you aren't, you're just some fan in, like, Oklahoma. Yeah. How are you talking to this woman? Yeah. Like, you just there chilling, hang out with Nicki Minaj, and you're, like, her assistant. It's weird. Yeah. And, and I think it, it, the, the sad thing about Nikki's behavior is, like, you know, I think on 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 some level, it's like, you know, she enjoys the fact that she can tell people to do things or wink at people to do things and they do them. Like, I'm sure that's very empowering yes. for her. <laughs> um, especially, like, you know, just real talk, like, she's at kind of a weird point in her career. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> don't dox me, but... <laughs> You know, I, I, you know, I, I see how she's kind of like empowered by by some of these actions, but uh, you know, unfortunately, these actions have consequences. Yeah, and it's you know? and it's something where I think it's also very unprofessional, and it, and it sucks because. I don't want to kind of go too deep as far as attacking Nicki Minaj because she's somebody where she's got a great career. Lord knows what she's faced to have that great career as far as sexism, yeah. as far as just being kind of, you know, in this weird kind of place being a hip hop, a female hip hop artist. At the same time, you kind of get the impression of like, you know, going back to how we kind of went after for the Fefe last week, where it just seems kind of weirdly dizzying. Like, why are you going on the gram complaining about the sample being cleared? It's clear to simple, bitch, or not. Like, you can't have it both ways. And it seems kind of, like, unfortunate where, like, for somebody who kind of portrays herself cause like, like you know, as this, like, queen of hip-hop, you're kind of doing moves where it seems very much like, you know, I won't go, all right, fuck it, Azalea Banks-ish. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I mean, it's definitely, like, some Azalea Banks. Even yeah. I would even say, like, in some cases, Donald Trump. Like, it's, 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 it's definitely, like, this just kind of, like... <laughs> it's like sub-level trolling. Yeah, and it's know? like and it's unseemly because all you want is music. Like all we, all I want is I want to have some dope ass music. That's all I care about. Just give me the songs, and you know I kind of get the idea of where to a certain extent you want to kind of you know we're all human. So I'm not gonna be like if somebody came out there and came out of the you know talked spoke about the face about my mom's or my breath stinking. I don't know if I would be like on some like oh well I won't reply. I'm gonna have a little clap back. But you got to figure out at that level, you got to let some stuff slide because, you know, at the end of the day, that negativity wants to drag, drag you in there. And what's weird about in Nicki Minaj's cases, it was really negative. It was just a, it was an actual real critique, which I thought was actually honest, where it's like, you're an artist with a certain stature. You know, it'd be nice for you to kind of go a little bit this way. You know, like, you don't have to give us with the pop hits. Yeah. You don't have to do songs with Takashi 6 9 Give us something a little more, you know, grown. Yeah, I mean... And I, I do have to say, you know, I, I've, you know, hanging out with artists, um, you know, like, there is it's very stressful to be artists. Yes. And especially now in social media age where you're getting judged, like, you know, um, 24-7. Um, and I'm not even talking about just, like, you know, like, pop stars. I'm talking about, you know, just artists who are touring and artists who are just kind of maybe have smaller, you know, venues and crowds. Like, 
they're still on the social media. They're still like looking at their feedback and still looking at reviews and still getting hurt by like, yeah. thing, you know, like like at the end of the day, we're all human. Yeah, you know, and and they're in a space where I mean, not necessarily Nicki Minaj, but a lot of artists, you're forced to do social media. Like you can't just like, all right, I'm gonna make this music and sit back. It's like you've yeah. got to cultivate the quote-unquote brand. So you have to sit there and talk about the new album coming out. If somebody covers your song, you have to go out there and say, oh, that's a good cover. If, you know, if, if, if you know, your music gets sampled and put in a TV show, you got to go out there and talk about that TV show. Yeah. You know, if, a show, if you're going to play a concert, you've got to hype up the tour. you got to say, oh, I'm here, yeah. I'm there. you got to have this picture of the fans. You have to, it's a whole rigmarole where you're kind of like, you know, in addition to, you know, everything that you have to be to be a musical artist, in 2018, you know, marketing exec is like a good percentage yeah. of it. Yeah, and, and you know, like, like, like somebody on her stature, she works hard. So like she, you know, so I understand like why she would get offended. Yeah, <laughs> by somebody criticizing or critiquing her. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, like there, there's so many different calculated moves that are going on. You know, good for good or bad. You know, with this album release. So you know, and the, I'm sure she was at the studio until three in the morning. You know, recording like some backup tracks just in case the Tracy Chapman. <laughs> 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 Sample doesn't clear, you know. Um, she needs but... to call up nice and smooth. Very <laughs> <laughs> nice and smooth. In 1982, you sample Tracy Chapman. How about you loan me that sample? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually that'd be some 3D chess right there. Oh, that'd be awesome. Nice and smooth comes on stage. You know, we were like we were the original singing rappers. Take that, Drake. <laughs> Damn you to hell. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, like like I said, like. <laughs> at the end of the day you have to be mature you have to be professional and you have to realize that like you can move mountains yeah you know and and i think you owe it also because like it's we're we're in this weird like in general and i and i hate the whole bring it to like politics but we're in a us it's us versus them kind of place so it's weird to kind of have like a lot of this like these like trolls and a lot of them are young some of them are unfortunately miserable adults where, you know, they want to attack. It's like, oh, yeah, what, that person went at so-and-so? Then fuck you. Oh, you're critiquing this? Then fuck you. And I think it kind of plays that whole negativity also where, you know, in, in an era where it's hard to find, like, leadership in general, particularly in places like government, hint, hint, wink, wink, <laughs> you expect a certain kind of level of decorum that you'd hope that would kind of take place, you know, a little bit lower than that. Like, you know, like, where it's... And so it's kind of weird to kind of have somebody where... You know, like not explicitly, but you should know better because she's she, for better or for worse, her audience is a lot of young women, a lot of lot of lot of teenage girls. Yeah, and just to kind of that word, like you know, you know, social media, maybe social media, more like let's say you know, housewives of Atlanta type, you know, arguing is just like what are we doing? It's not really worth it. It's not that deep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, celebrities always been weird to me. Like I, I don't understand why. Like, like you love Nicki Minaj so much that you will like go at like somebody yeah. who you don't even know on the internet. Like, yeah. like to me, like that does not make any sense. Yeah, and I get it. <laughs> I get they touch your soul, but it's just like and and and, and you know, it, it's something where if anything, you thought it would be inverse because like you know, in, in the era of social media. We're all out there, you know, making sure that our Instagram photos are cropped perfectly and the right filters on there to give us the right skin and we're taking these angles with the right vacation. So in a weird place that, you know, we're doing the same thing that celebrities are doing, kind of, where on social media now, if you're a teenager, you're kind of cultivating this this, this idealized way of you living your life. Yeah. You figure it would make everything flatter, whereas it's like, oh, we're all out here with pimples in our face, blackheads, yeah. 
you know, watching Netflix, we're posting up a picture from like a week ago where we're on the beach somewhere trying to look cool. So it's kind of whack to kind of have somebody, you know, sitting there kind of portraying this kind of idea of where, you know, the separation between like fan and artist, where to me is the flattest it's ever been. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you go out, you know, you, you go out there and tweet, you know, Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes to clap back at you two seconds. It's something where every, everybody can kind of get touched. And the idea of where you've got these fans, you're kind of saying, oh, this person sucks and it's kind of dismissing, dismissing my art. Oh, this person that's clearing my sample. We don't need to hear that shit. Just, you know, it, it should be something where it should be behind the scenes. And I think it's better. I kind of miss the era of when superstars were superstars. Yeah. Where, you know, like, oh, shit, like, like, you know, Jay-Z called himself the God MC. Where you know, like a Kurt Cobain was a fucking rock star. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, it's weird where it's not because it's, it's like you know, you have a lot of like, particularly now in the SoundCloud era where they call themselves like we're all rock stars, but you know, they're all rock stars. They're getting caught, you know, getting snuffed in the gyms, falling asleep, you know, all these weird regular like stuff. So it's like this weird kind of disconnect where you figure in the age of social media, everything would be flat, but it's also this weird like celebrity hierarchy, which I thought would have kind of went away in this era. No, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so it's, I don't know what needs to happen. Like, like to me, Twitter is like a weird-ass cesspool right now. Oh, it's it's horrible. <laughs> and as, as weird, I, I guess, like, if you're a celebrity and you just, like, you, you know, I'm sure your mentions are just, like, streams and streams and streams of, like, you know, shit. And I, I, it's demoralizing. I see how you want to clap back. But you know, I I, I think <laughs> do you, like do you see you see Grimes clapping back at people? Yeah, o- <laughs> over her boo. <laughs> I love I love Grimes is a ride or die like, chick talking about like the state of American unions. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. She's on. I love. Like, <laughs> I want to love as strong as Grimes and Musk. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I'm sure like people are giving her shit for like, for you know being with Elon Musk, who's who who is also like in his feelings about some bullshit. Oh yeah, no, you how know, he, like, yeah. I, I understand. Like you see that shit every day, and it gets to you, especially if you're working hard and you're trying to build something. But you know, shit, dude, you can't get let that negativity get to you. Yeah, like, and it, it's <laughs> yeah, and and, it, and and it's it's something where I think also it, it kind of feeds into it because now now you're being negative, like you know, like why, like like to be funny, I kind of get, and it's, it was kind of funny the idea of you know you've got this like going back to Grimes, this avant garde pop artist, and basically this entrepreneur commercialized dude. <laughs> so it's it's a weird mix, I get it, and it's kind of fun, but like we don't need to actually like you know I don't know if Twitter is a place to debate like you said unions. <laughs> I, I, I mean, who knew that Grimes was anti-United Auto Workers? You know, or, or, <laughs> or, or well, I think what she said, she said she told him or Elon Musk is the Somehow she worded it where, yeah. and it's just like, it's like, what are we doing? I don't really care to make some songs. And it's, and it's like, and I don't want to be on my Republican where it's like, to shut up and play the music. But, you know, I, I love my artists to be well-informed and give me some new perspectives. But defending your boyfriend on Twitter is not a new perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm, I, I would be okay if Twitter just shuts down tomorrow. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> Twitter was a mistake. You know, like I, 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 it will be. I think we'll live happier lives. Yeah, no. <laughs> but well, let's bring it to the gram. So I'll be, we'll be, I'll, I'll be subgramming. <laughs> <laughs> This picture is like nice and all, but I gave Cynthia like it to the this one. She did it better. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm like, I'm not even excited about a Nicki Minaj album. 
Oh, you know, it's it's something like, where, it, it, yeah, and uh, I feel like she's she's definitely a fantastic MC, and it's she's in a place where she should be kind of redoing the paradigm, and she's not. And I get it; it's tough. You're a female MC. It's you're, you're one one out of a bazillion who are who are there. So your goal, I guess, is to kind of make sure you don't lose your spot. But I think that's the issue also is the fact of where the landscape has changed. Where you know when you were doing Starships, you're crossing over to like pop music. You don't have to do that shit now. Like Migos yeah. is out there. Yeah. Yeah. The Migos song is still drugs, <laughs> guns, and bitches, and triplet flow, and it, and they're going to, and they're having number one songs. Like you know, like it's not like it's anything where you've got to. You don't have to dumb it down anymore. You could go as hard as you possibly can because you'll be huge. Takashi six nine. It, all he does, and this is why I like him, this small little bit I like him, all he does is basically scream, he took the MOP Onyx style and upgraded to 2018. <laughs> it's just him yelling at you that he's going to shoot you and your family. And it's fun. It's punk rock, punk rock. But at the same time, there's no reason, who would have thought a person like that, a character like that, would have a billboard hit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who would have thought Migos? Who would have thought Young Thug? Who would have thought all these dudes? So it's the idea of where it's a little bit unfortunate, where the song she's coming out with, I think are really capturing her strengths. Yeah, but I mean, she's also like, you know, I don't know if victim is the right word, but she's also of that old school label era. Yes. You know? So like she, she doesn't have the, you know, like the thinking of like some of these new school or even, I mean, I don't want to make the comparison, but even like somebody like a Cardi B who is just like, you know, she hasn't, like, I, I feel like all of these new school people know how to cultivate their fan base, you know, through social media, whereas, you know, um, Nicki Minaj is, is very much kind of, you know, although she has a social media presence, as you can see, like, she's very much relying on that kind of old school, like, media machine. Agreed. You know, um, so yeah, she doesn't know how, like, you know, I, like, I, I think now we want our stars to be somewhat likable and accessible. <laughs> True, and I'm saying like they they're all nice, but we we want like we we it's kind of like we want our stars to kind of be on the same level, with the exception of maybe a Beyonce or like a Lady Gaga, but yeah, like like, like in hip hop, like we want your you know what you want you to kind of still be on that level, um with all these you know you you could see like a Takashi or a, a little <laughs> in the corner you know yeah um. Or, or even like a Cardi B, or like you know, like 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 I want to have like beers of Cardi B, you know, like like I think that's kind of what we want now. Yeah, I think Nikki is still kind of still trying to to be more on that pop level, but she's also not pop; she's hip hop, and she's always kind of played those two. Like she straddled that line, um, so you know. It, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I I wish the best for her. I just I just really hope that she you know you know focuses on just putting out some good work. You know, like if the if there's no Tracy Chapman song, <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I think I think we'll, we'll survive I, I that one. I don't know if yeah. we want like a fast car remix. I'm telling you, I'm with the nicest move 2018. <laughs> it's gonna be the greatest ever. But you had a good point also with the idea of where she grew up, like like that she grew up, but like her, she grew up in a time when labels were actually doing stuff. She grew up with cash money, where yeah. Lord knows they were flush. But it's interesting because some you can make the argument for Drake, where Drake is on some like, well, you know, I could have easily sat on my laurels, but you know, every year Drake, you know, even when he was taking off, he would still find two or three tracks a year, hop on the new hotness. And, you know, let it be known he's still around. He would still pop up in, like, you know, NBA games and things like that. He kind of kept himself into 
in in the in the in basically in public. And what's interesting about that is the idea of where, and maybe it's because you know Nicki Minaj had the whole thing of like Meek Mill and a lot of weird drama and her father and her father, her brother, how he got arrested for well, arrested, convicted of of um, child molestation. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, life kind of forced her to pull back, and she's kind of trying to claw back. But it's something where, like I said, if she just dropped a, dropped a hot-ass 10-song mixtape over this popular trap piece, nobody give a fuck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'd love that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It doesn't have to be even, like, new shit. It's just get rid of Black Boy JB shit. You know what I'm saying? It's have a little mini rocking. That shit would be, be fly. So, like I said, I, 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 I'm hoping it's a good album. I don't think it's going to be. But I really hope that, you know, because it, 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 I think yeah. the music is always a great thing. And I think it's, it'd be nice for her to hit the potential that like like Monster showed all those years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. uh, some new albums coming out this Friday. Yeah. Um, uh, where you want to start? Oh, I'll start. Well, speaking of, so here's my actually. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna bring it to this way. So Nicki Minaj, little you know, a little still not growth, surprising growth. Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. Yeah. No, because uh, Denzel. He's he's an old, 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 twenty three years old, which in SoundCloud, SoundCloud rap era basically makes him forty five years old, <laughs> shopping at Kohl's, <laughs> wearing penny loafers. He could be bad. He could, could look like uh, Vince Staples. Yeah, maybe, exactly. Vince Staples looks like a forty five year old man. No he offense, dresses but... like oh Vince. Vince, I love Vince because Vince is so useful when he speaks, but he looks like an old G skinny ass gangbanger from like, you know, 1980. Yeah. Still wearing the Nike Cortezes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, Denzel Curry basically is a dude that blew up, you know, five years ago with the SoundCloud rap era, you know, a lot of lo fi beats, a lot of screaming. Florida, which tends to be the fucking abyss where they all come from anyway. Yeah. You know, but he's somebody where, for years, they always said he was a little more, you know, a little more lyrical, a little smarter, a little, little, you know, just better than the than the average rest. And then so recently, I kind of got into because I was like, "Fuck, I'll give it a try." So he released three EPs last last week to to announce his full album. So basically, it was split into, I believe, it's light, gray, dark. I think the name of the EPs were, but basically the idea of where nice. over time, the, you know, each four song drop, it got a little darker. And then that culminated to his album, which is called Taboo, which came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty great. Um, what's interesting about him is the fact of where there's a lot of the SoundCloud trap thing there. Like, I'll argue maybe like, you know, a third of the songs are definitely like just shouting out, screaming, you know, like fuck the world type bangers. Um a third are probably more like, let's say, more trappy that you might get from, like, let's say, your classic Migos era, your classic yeah. Rick Ross era. But a third of it is also, like, almost Kendrick Lamarsh. Like, mm. as far as soul vocals, beats, rhythms. On the album itself, he's got, like, a really conscious song featuring <laughs> your, your, the, you know how I know he made it? Guess who's on one of the songs? <laughs> Billie Eilish. A word? A word. <laughs> On the conscious song. She was just like, yo, I like this dude. Let me let me let me give him some of this magic. <laughs> Singing the hook. My homegirl. You know what I'm saying? Out there, she like from the street. She's like, yo, I got I'm gonna hook you up. I got you. <laughs> so and then the thing is it's, it's cool because he's somebody where you can see him trying to push this RG forward because he's somebody where similar to like a lot of dudes, he could just kinda kept doing the same SoundCloud circles. Enough where one of the funniest things I heard where I had to rewind it was he made fun of mobile rappers. 
Mm. He was just like, he had a, a, a bar straight across the bow. A moment rappers, I'm just like, whoa, but aren't you the dude that was basically literally hanging out with those dudes a couple of years ago? Yeah. So he's somebody where like he's, he's calling out Trump. He's talking about child abuse. It's a lot of things where he's kind of kind of trying to go deeper here. He's trying to elevate his elevate his craft. Mm-hmm. Is it perfect? No. Some of the metaphor is a little clunky. Um, it's still, even though I love my aggressive rap, hence Takashi Six Nine. He's somebody where he could kind of, you know, I think that some of those get a little bit draining. And this is somebody who loves heavy music. Yeah. But you could see him trying to push his culture forward. Whereas, like for me to grow, I can't kind of stay in this little corner. Yeah. So on the low, it reminds me a lot of. Basically, and we're going to get into this conversation, Travis Scott, <laughs> where it's somebody where like they're just able to kind of, at least at this stage, I'm not sure if he has his identity 100%, yeah. but he's somebody where it's like, oh, I know what's hitting as far as the SoundCloud dudes are going. I know what's hitting as far as like this little more luxury rap is going. I know what the old heads want, and I can kind of put his formula that kind of covers the whole base. Yeah. And so like as far as the record's concerned, I love it, you know. That's what's up. Yeah, That's but um, up. but that goes into Mr. Mr. Scott, <laughs> Travis Scott. So uh, Astro World is dropping uh, this Friday. Um, I- I'm not cool enough to get the advance. <laughs> Back in my music industry days, I would have, like got the advance. Would have told you about that it. Link out there. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? you know, got the drop. Uh, don't have the drop, but um, it's actually kind of interesting. Like I guess he's saying like this is like. His most um, anticipated album ever. Uh, there's, there's gold Travis Scott heads just like all around Houston. Uh, apparently, like he wins his whole interview about how like when Astro World closed, which is Astro World is like an amusement park, I guess in Houston. He used to go all the time, and when it closed, that's when he decided to make music. <laughs> I'll make the music park for their minds and ears. <laughs> There's a whole backstory of this. Uh, it, it's 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 a very interesting like kind of release in terms of like you know like I said like the the whole out of home experience with like the big Travis Scott heads and you know all that. So um, you know I'm a I'm a tepid Travis Scott fan. Um, I think we're all tepid Travis Scott fans. Yeah, to be honest with you, I mean <laughs> rodeo to me. And I guess like I wouldn't call it, like Travis Scott is like pre SoundCloud era like 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 in this weird kind of like yeah like proto 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 cloud SoundCloud era um, but I you know Rodeo to me is like actually one of my my favorite albums of the past like five like five six years oh yeah no it's like, it's a fantastic record and even up to because he had the Road to Rodeo I forget what the preview was called yeah like he was he's He's dropped some fantastic songs, and the thing is, that he's he did it in the place where, particularly at that time where, you know, that was when Migos was still doing a lot of Versace stuff. Gucci yeah. Mane was still dropping some stuff. He brought a music musicality to trap music that wasn't really there before. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, and the production was elevated. Um, you know, like it, 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 to me, it, it it's probably like the quintessential album of that era. Um, his last album. I didn't really get into Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. Which is which is a fantastic the best thing about the album is the title, but I'll take it. That's a great ass title. <laughs> true. True. It, it it didn't leave an impression on me. I thought the production was not as great uh as Rodeo. Like I couldn't figure out like why like why the step down. <laughs> it, I, I think what kinda 
I think by that time, because I think with Rodeo, it was like, oh, we're doing these trap beats where we could do it in a musical kind of way, musical, musical kind of way. I think with Birds of the Trap, we've already kind of seen that, where this high-gloss trap music, we've already kind of experienced because everybody, everybody started getting paid. Like, you know, suddenly, like, you know, Migos has real money. Suddenly, Young Thug is out there doing country albums. You know, it's, it was in a weird space where everybody kind of upgraded. And so when it came out, we're just like, well, this is nice, but it's nothing, anything spectacular. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think just with Rodeo, like, uh, you know, like working with like Mike Dean and, you know, like all those cats, like, like the production was what saved that album yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. And I, I think, you know, again, like, you know, the, the production on... He worked with like a bunch of different producers on on uh, Birds in the Trap, and it just wasn't cohesive, and you know. So I don't know where this, this where Astro World is gonna fall. Um, I mean, I guess I don't know if it's a good sign that they they put a lot of money into, into the uh, promotion. <laughs> 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 it's hard to tell. Like, oh, you know, like you know, those gold uh, Travis Scott heads are not cheap. <laughs> So I don't know if like that's a good sign. It means like there's there's a lot of confidence in this album, or if they're just trying to build up something and keep the hype going for something that might be a little lackluster. But yeah, um, you know, I, I'm I'm a Travis Scott fan. Like I I would take Travis Scott over over a few people in that era. So yeah, and, um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And he's somebody where he's highly influential because you can make the there's a direct line between Travis Scott and Uzi Vert, direct line between Travis Scott and Playboy Cardi. Like, it's literally that whole yeah. weird rock star, like, you know, jump up and down, like, like we're, this is going to be a show moshing type shit. Like, he was the first one to kind of put that into hip hop, where, yeah. you know, like, I'm not going to say he's the first one rocking those punk t-shirts you see a lot of people wearing nowadays in hip hop, but he was the first what? one to kind of bring that energy, like, oh, this is a like, rock show, like I'm making rock music, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this, 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 new, this trap is punk, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah he kind of was. So I wonder if uh, what came first, Roy or Auntie? Because I know like Travis and um, no, Rihanna, um, yeah, no, no, but yeah, were dating at the time, and then she, and he had that woo on that yeah, Rihanna yeah, yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. I think Roy was before. I feel yeah. Like, Auntie, yeah, it was. So yeah. that influenced Auntie, which is Rihanna's favorite, like best album. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's like 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 yeah, like so Travis is kind of influential because he it was also dark. Yes. Like it's dark. But it's also lit at the same time. Yeah. It, 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 and that's the thing, I think. And you, you nailed it. Because right now, a lot of dark is just low BPMs and everybody's coding down and depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Travis is like, all right, we're still, yeah. we're still, we're, it's, we're still crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're still jumping up and down. melody in it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm curious kind of like what's going to happen with Astroworld. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping it's good. I mean, he should. I think it's, it's enough where... Like it's, it's he's on a major label clearly right nowadays because yeah. he's he's, th- he's still one of the biggest rap stars out there you know people are still working with him so I'm hoping it'll be huge I'm I'm hoping it's it's been a very very crazy year as far as releases are concerned by the way like who hasn't released an album uh, <laughs> childish yeah and then he's coming suppose it's Supposedly. imminent so it's yeah. it's it's been a crazy there's been it's nobody been, it's, it's, yeah yeah it's, so it's been crazy you know, raps to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, what you been listening to, Stone? Uh, so so side note, um, I was telling you, Reg, I was in Ohio this past weekend. I was driving around in the car. The car test is real. So a lot of what I was listening <laughs> to was like, you know, the Drake album, which passed the car test. Actually, um, the, the the biggest car test winner was the Jay-Z and Beyonce album. Like, oh, you know, that, yeah. I'm like, shit, this shit knocks. 
Like I, I, I need to kind of figure out how to do that more. Um, <laughs> so a lot of that, a Hop. lot of like, <laughs> all right, hopping so, in a zip car. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying for like, those two, t- like, two eight inches <laughs> as loud as possible. <laughs> I mean, I only drive like three times a year, so like this is just like it was a it was a big thing for me. Um, but no, so I, I definitely want to talk about this artist, Lewis Cole. Lewis Cole, right? Um, so. I kind of caught wind of him because I was watching the show, which everybody needs to watch, called Dear White, Pe- White People All right. on Netflix. And, like, he had a song called Blimp that played it, like, the, you know, they fade to black and then, like, the credits come up. And I'm like, oh, shit, this, this track is dope. And it's, like, very eccentric. It's just kind of like, hey, baby, you want to ride my blimp? You know? <laughs> but it's, like, kind of done in this, like, kind of, like, 70s, like, white boy soul type of vibe, uh, which is apparently what I'm, like, that's, that's my new thing now. It's just, like, white boy soul. Um, but it, I just, like, end up, like, catching, like, a bunch of his past work. Um, and now he has a new album that's dropping uh, that's called Time that drops, I think, next week. Um, but the most interesting thing about that is he actually is very affiliated with um, Thundercat. Oh, nice. So he wrote two, two, two of the songs on Drunk. Oh, wow. For Thundercat. Uh, Thundercat's going to be the new album. And I guess, I guess like, uh, he already was friends with Flying Lotus because his new album's coming out on Brain Feeder. So, like, I, I think, like, Lilo, like, introduced him to Thundercat. And, like, him and Thundercat hit it off. Oh, awesome. So, like, like his new stuff is, is almost kind of, like, very Thundercat-esque in some ways. Um, but I'll take that. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not, that's not... I'll take a lot yeah. of... I'll take anything Thundercat. Yeah. I'll, take, I'll take Sunday Thundercat. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeseburger that's a Thundercat-esque. I'll take that. <laughs> you know, so I like there's a there's one uh, trap track. Um, it's called like when you you're ugly or whatever, which when doesn't have like Thundercat credit on there at all. But like like you could tell it's very, like I I feel like he played he he like produced it. He just didn't want to like you know charge for a producer credit because it's, it's basically a Thundercat song with like white boy soul <laughs> uh but no it's, it's really cool like his whole like discography is like super eclectic um uh, you know like he kind of goes soulful but then he kind of goes indie um and i was like i was just super impressed um and of course like it's you know like all these west coast labels have these followings so he's he's on brain feeder which means that you know like he, he's co-signed by Flylo, he's co-signed by thundercat so I, I feel like there's going to be he's going to pop up in a lot of places where they also pop up as well. Awesome, you know, over the summer and the fall. So uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the Brainfield is a great label. I was, I was, there was a, there was a, one of those things popped up recently where you see, an, you see like a heard of an, an artist and it's like, oh, this has to be horrible. But then dig a little deeper. A DJ called Ross from Friends, mm. and I was like, oh, this is total trash. It's got to be total. Crappy EDM chain smoker, but it watered down. But no, he's on Brain Feeder, and uh, it's pretty dope. It's a lo-fi house they call it. So, but which is basically just the same shit as regular house, except this little, little badly mastered. But yeah. it's just it's some dope shit. Um, speaking of house music, so my second thing I've listened to is a lot of Channel Trey, Channel okay. Trez, and I pronounce it in the West Coast. But um, we mentioned him once before where he had a song yep. called Controller. Yeah. And so now he recently dropped an EP. 
And uh, it's one of the few times where I'm like, it's more of the same and it's glorious. <laughs> it's just nice. basically nice. one long, not really one long, really one short because it's an EP. One short summer hip house ode. Nice. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's infectious. It's just fun. It's, it's something where I kind of wish they dropped maybe a month or two from now, just because you know, right now we're in dog days of August. Yeah, it would have been awesome to have this like June, but it, it's kind of cool to kind of see. Just black artists in general kind of embrace dance music. Yeah, and um, and, and I think it's I think it's fantastic. I, it, it, I read an interview with him recently actually, and he was saying how he was debating on being an EDM DJ. He was debating on that direction, which I think would have been awesome too. Even though that that's not where the heart took him, but yeah. what I love to hear is it's like you know going back to your point of where you know it feels like nowadays where a lot of places don't really have a lot of like greats, like you know the dancing. Like yeah. we, we're missing plain ass yeah. dancing ass yeah. music yeah. and I think that what's cool about this EP is that it kind of brings it back where it's just dance it's something special there's no you know there's no great larger narratives of how cool he is and how many women he gets there's no narrative about like you know how hard it is in the Trump era it's just just happy dance music and that's it that's straightforward yeah that's what's up yeah uh, so the last I don't even know how to pronounce this, this dude's name I want to do it phonetically all right. La Gar T Hindo. <laughs> Damn, son. So spell, spell it out for the audience. I'm like, yo, speak American. <laughs> um, no, it's, it, no, this is terrible. This is terrible. This is, this is, a, this is a late entry. Like, if, if I knew about uh, that I was going to talk about this this artist, I would have, like, went to YouTube and, like, heard the <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> Do you mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's actually kind of cool. So um, this dude's from Argentina, and apparently, like, like a few albums ago, he was doing like more traditional, like Argentine music with like the pan flutes and things like that. Um, but you could there's some somehow there's like a change. And he started working with like EDM artists. Um, so there's a few artists like uh, EPs they have has out now. That are just like super, like kind of like EDM, but still have that traditional, you know, kind of like you know sensibility to it. Um, but there's this one track I've had on repeat, steady. Uh, shit, <laughs> Malandro de Boa. Oh, <laughs> look at that, C plus. But it's Sp- like Spanish Clash two hundred one. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like it's like a Brazilian ballet funk track. Oh shit, awesome. Um, but also has an Argentinian pan flute like on the Uh-oh. top of it. Uh oh. Like He's like that's that's a signature. That's my South shit. South American, you know. You know saying like, I had that pan. Yeah, but it's it's really cool. Um, it's uh, for some reason I just like started playing it on repeat like five times yesterday. <laughs> I love those. I love those you little know? airworm moments though. That's 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 why. It's, yeah, it's awesome. yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's airworm. So yeah. Uh, yeah, check that out. And also too, um, the other repeat track for me is Potato Salad. Tyler Creator and the uh, ASAP Rocky. Yeah, no, they surprisingly <laughs> enough, they're a good team. That's that's another, I guess, anticipated album that's coming out. Or, like uh, they're doing an album together. Apparently. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Wang Sap. Wang Sap. So, like, Wang ASAP. Wow. So, uh, yeah, and the video is just them hanging out in Paris, and, yeah. you know. Yeah, you know, I think it's great. I think I think you know what it is too. I, I th- even though, and we discussed this, even though I still. Think um, um, still testing. What was the name of the last ASAP Rocky? Album? Testing. Testing. Yeah. So even though I think testing is underrated, and even though I think that uh, 
last Tyler Creator's album was it Golden Golden Boy or was yeah, it called? Yeah, yeah. yeah, another underrated. Yeah, no, very underrated. Yeah, I, the, I, in my opinion, they're both great works. The thing was interesting about both of them is they're both somber works. Yeah, so it's gonna be fun to have like Tyler go back into pure silly idiot mode. Yeah, and ASAP going back to like you know back to the first era mixtape. I yeah. think it's, I think they're both artists where as the art has grown, they've let in a lot of darkness. It's gonna be fun to see them go back to the silly, you know, earlier days back yeah. when, you know. Yeah, and like potato salad to me is like it, it's literally just classic Tyler and classic ASAP. Yeah, and that's what you could ask for. <laughs> you know, like 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 I, I like Tyler. I think I, I mean people know that he's a great lyricist, but I, I, you know I don't think he's making people's lists as a lyricist. Yes. I, I wouldn't put him on a list, but like I'm I'm always impressed. Like he always comes out of the, the woodwork and just like just throws amazing lyrics. Yes. You know, so um, yeah, I've been I've, that that track has been on repeat. Like the video's been on repeat. It's just them in Paris, Jaden just like <laughs> <laughs> pops being Jaden <laughs> as he's apt to do. You know, uh, the rap universe watcher. <laughs> he's just there. It's like a very low key, like you know, swag video. You know, it's just like there's nothing about them. Like they're not like flossing, they're not doing anything, but they're also like in front of the Eiffel Tower. It's like it, <laughs> it's like the subtweet. <laughs> Just by us existing, be able to do this and live our live our best lives. <laughs> we don't have to show the Rolex. It's like the humble brag of videos. <laughs> so uh, that's that's been getting some spins on on my end as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. But uh, we'll be back next week with right, four of you. Of Astro World five thousands. <laughs> Travis Scott has to pay bills. He's got a new child among the way. What did he do? Did he go more trapped? Did he more mainstream? We'll find out. We'll find out on next episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. All right, people. Peace. Peace. <laughs>